たよ僕のダーリン Hello, you're listening to the Taco Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is our winter 2018 preview of anime. It's coming up just around the corner. We're already jumping into the next season. Of course, technically, we've already finished the show for this season, so it doesn't feel as foreign. That's true. One of those early enders <laughs> that messes all the reviews up because then we have to do the reviews. We want to do the reviews early, but, but we don't want to because everything else is still finishing up. But、uh, yeah. Winter 2018, it's funny because I, I hear a lot of people say how the spring and the fall is like the big seasons. And I understand why, technically, for you know, the schedule you know, in Japan is you know, school and whatnot. But this is like, it seems like every winter is the big hitters. Yeah. Like I, Shogun Roku, Raku Jinja was always in winter and all these other shows that were just really incredible. And I'm looking at this list and I'm going, wow, I'm trying to make my pre preview. List of you know, just by sight, which ones are most exciting, and I'll probably change it up like I did last time. But it's it's like, wow, I can barely get a, a five list out of this, or I can barely not, I can barely fit a five list because I have too many. Yeah, this,、so. this, this is a very strong lineup,、uh, but technically, one of them we can technically say is going to be a spring show <laughs> as it is with every season anymore. Uh, but yeah, we're from the atalkspear.com website. You can go there for our anime, new and old, our great community in the form links at the top, social media links on that right side, and all that good stuff. But、uh, yeah, we thank you all for listening in. But、uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. We have、uh, about 44 total shows.、Um, some of them are shifting around. I've already noticed, like last night, I went to go ahead and you know,、uh, check to see if anything changed、uh, over the week, and it already looked like two shows went down to the short list. So Keep in mind, we are recording this, pre recording this about a week and a half earlier than we usually release these types of previews. So if anything changes, everything's always subject to change even when we do it normally, but it's going to be more so now. I don't think any shows will drop off. There may be one more show that will appear,、um, but the only thing that will really shift is usually shorts to, to full length or full length to shorts. So keep that in mind. Uh, but we're going to go through all the new series. We're going to go through the、uh, returning shows, like shows that are going for another season,、um, talk about the shorts, and then we'll jump into maybe some OVAs and movies that might be,、uh, some people might find interesting. So, are you ready? I hope so. Okay. We'll jump into it. Let's start. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> let's, get the, let's get the salt out of the way.、Uh, our first one we have here is Violet Evergarden. Or、uh, the Auto Memories Dolls. The synopsis says、uh, It's been quite a while since that name caused a fuss. Originally invented by Professor Orlin、uh, solely for his beloved wife, Auto Memories Dolls,、uh, eventually spread out into the world, and a machine that allows people to rent out the dolls was also created.、And、the quote says I will run as fast as I can to wherever my customer desires. I am Auto Memories Doll Violet Evergarden. A girl.、Um, A girl who's almost appeared to have popped out of a fairy tale with her blonde hair and blue eyes said this、uh, with her inorganic beauty and sweet voice. The、uh, studio, of course, is Kyoto Animation. Of course, did、uh, K On, Beyond the Boundary, Love Chinobio, No Delusions, Tamako Market, Clanad, Sound of Phonium. These genres are drama, fantasy. The source is a light novel that is two volumes completed. And the important people behind this is director Taichi Ishidate. Who did episode work for most of KyoAni's titles and directed Beyond the Boundary. And this is streaming on, of course, Netflix. <laughs> Aww. So, 
there is there is the big salt burn right there is that this will be the Netflix title for the next season. So do not expect this to be simulcast. It will probably drop sometime in spring. So, well, that makes it to where it'll be a little bit easier. We'll just do a single uh, episode just for this show anyway. Yeah, we'll just do its its, its own thing. As, as soon as it pops, it will be its own thing. We'll be re-watching it and uh, recording our, our review on it. So expect that sometime in spring as well. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. We've been waiting for this one for, what, almost a year? And now we got another quarter to wait for it so it's it's it is kind of frustrating but there you, you we can't deny how much at least i'm super excited about this i i can't wait to to watch it i love keoani and something like this is just awesomeness well it's like keoani always does kind of a back and forth it always does it does great comedy ones with very expressive cartoonish looking characters but then they do th- something like you know Soundophonium, where it just seems like they just take it up a notch and make it very photorealistic, great lighting and all that kind of stuff. And but it never reached these levels. When I'm looking at the PVs for Violet Evergarden, it's like this looks like a movie. This looks exactly like the same care they from the trailers I've seen for A Silent Voice. The same care they took to making the lighting and the shadows and everything in that movie. It looks like all the PVs I'm seeing that same effect. The hair is just flowing like crazy. Her her outfit is just frilly and f- uh, flowing around. I mean, it it looks like it's killing these animators to put all this effort into just a, a random scene. Like she looks over and you see the hair kind of move around. It's like they are putting so much into this. It looks like a movie, an animated movie that is going to be in the format of a TV series and it just blows me away. I was fascinated to see some of the really cool like the steampunk-esque um uh typewriter and and the the cybernetics for for her arm. It was just absolutely fascinating to see some of the stuff that they did they the attention to detail that they put into this this uh this show. Yeah, I'm liking the the setting itself, um, having it kind of look like it's more of a, a pastime, but it still has, you know, cybernetic robots. And it just, it has a very good feel. I mean, it, it seems like, based off of what I can, get, what I can gather from the, uh, the Japanese dialogue that they're talking in the, the PVs, there's no subtitles, it sounds like she's wanting to know, know about love or something like that. Like she is, she's experienced something and she's trying to experience it again. That's what I'm kind of gathering from it. Maybe something tragic happened from her past, and she's trying to figure out what these feelings that she has from her past. So it, it, it that part of it really is, yeah, it's technically is a okay. Here's the you know cyborg learning love, but um, just if they can if they can portray it really well, it looks like they're visually portraying it incredibly well. The music sounds fantastic, so I just I can't wait to to see what it kind of comes from it. There's also an aspect of it. And, and, and if you, you'll forgive me a little bit. One of the things that I, I don't know where I'm getting it from, but maybe it's from the, um, the, the way the, the wording is in the, in the synopsis or something. I'm getting this vibe of, for lack of a better term, a speaker for the dead, which is a book that I've read. And what the, the person does is he goes and he finds all the, um, the history on a person and then uh, kind of looks at it from an unbiased perspective and then explains that person's story. And that's kind of what I'm getting the vibes almost from this. I don't, I, I, I know that we were, we were expecting her to do something, I guess different, but that's almost what I'm getting out of this. Does that make sense? You mean like uh 
possible because it it seems like based off the synopsis that she is the one that is uh the the person that goes out and uh assigns the the auto automate uh, auto memories dolls right and she the, is... they are fulfilling the memories of whoever they're replacing exactly yeah i get that so yeah that's gonna be sad <laughs> it'll it'll kind of like be what i wanted from plastic memories <laughs> but even more more tragic in a way so uh yeah i, I can't wait for it and uh yeah we, we can always every single season we can always hope that maybe this will be the time that uh netflix goes okay well here you go but don't no i'm not i'm not even, <laughs> shut up andrew <laughs> i'm not even gonna bother uh, let's move on to the next one we have is uh, Fate Extra Last Encore. Umu time, people. It is Umu time. <laughs> this one, of course, is the adaptation of the video game Fate Extra. This one will be, of course, done by Studio Shaft, which is, I think we talked about this quite a while back, that I'm like, oh, no, I'm not sure about Shaft doing one of my Fate series. Uh, but it does look pretty cool. Um, I won't say that the PV looks like More underwater scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that we don't just get the usual shaft fare put into the Fate series, but uh, I can always hope that uh, they will they will shock me. They can always do that. Uh, but of course, Shaft did Madoka Magica, the Monogatari series, uh, March Comes In Like a Lion. Uh, the genres are action, magic, fantasy. The source is a PSP game. Um, and the there's actually, they have listed two directors. One is Akiyuki Shinbo, which did March like, uh, Comes In Like a Lion. Uh, Arakawa, Under the Bridge, and the Bakemonogatari. Uh, the other director they list is Yukihiro Miyamoto, who did the Madoka movies. Uh, episode director at, for most of the titles at Shaft. So, two people working on it, apparently. Uh, composing it is Satoru Kosaka, uh, Kosaki, who did uh, most of the Shaft music, and uh, Haruhi, and Natsumi's Book of Friends. So, cool stuff. And the people that are doing the theme music for it is uh, Sayuri and TM Revolution. So, cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see Nero's story. Um, I, of course, I, I, have a, I get a kick out of uh, the fandom behind Nero. I think she's a pretty cool character. I, I, I admit that I got sucked into the Umu thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like hearing her say Umu. Uh, I won't know if... Uh, maybe they'll do a sh- uh, head tilt to Umu. Just yeah. to just to synergize the two memes, I I I I'm I'm flat out just excited to see Nero's story. I I think uh, she's one of the more interesting looking characters in the in the in the game itself. So the uh, the other kind of interesting interesting thing is we we technically got a pretty dark with Unlimited Blade Works. Apparently, Heaven Feel is going to be really really dark. This one just based off the PVs looks like it's going to be pretty dark. So um, it'll be I think Shaft will be a good is a good studio to pull off that emotion and that darkness. So that is the one thing that makes me excited that it's Shaft doing it versus somebody else. Like Unlimited Blade Works, yeah, they're going to do Heaven's Feel. I'm sure they can pull off the, uh, I mean, they pulled off the uncomfortable feels that they had in Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, but I think if there's more emotional, psychological, and dark themes, then I'm I'm sure that Shaft can probably uh, pull that off a lot better. So and I'm sure Shaft doesn't, is going to treat fate, the whole fate thing with respect. So. I can trust them to treat it with respect. Here's here's, here's to uh, uh, Fate Jack's story. Yeah, there you go, Jack the Ripper. Uh, all right, uh, moving forward, I have uh, Citrus. It is time for some Yuri fun, everybody. <laughs> uh, this one, the synopsis is Yozuko 
Aihara, a high school girl whose main interests are fashion, friends, and having fun, is about to get a reality check. Due to her mom's remarriage, Yuzu has transferred to a new all-girl school uh, that is extremely strict. Her real education is about to begin. From day one, happy-go-lucky Yuzu makes enemies, namely the beautiful yet stern student council president, Mei. Uh, so what happens when a dejected Yuzu returns home and discovers the shock of her life, that Mei is actually her new stepsister, uh, who has come to live with her. Even more surprising than when Mei catches Yuzu off guard and kisses her out of the blue. What does it all mean? <laughs> yes, you will be wondering what it all means for like five episodes, because that's how these things work. <laughs> The studio is Passione, who did Roca Brave of Six Flowers, Rail Wars, and Hinako Note. Uh, the genres are romance, school, drama, and shoujo ai. The source is a manga that has eight volumes ongoing, so you will not get a conclusion. And the music, well, I guess it could. Uh, the music is being done by Nano Ripe and Mia Regina. And the director that's working on this is Takeo Takahashi, who did Spice and Wolf, Roca Brave of Six Flowers, and Hinako Note. That is a, such a weird one because. I love Spice and Wolf. Didn't like Rock of Baby Six Flowers. Was okay with Hanako Note. Well, no, I actually like Hanako Note. I'm thinking of the other one. So he's he's kind of been all over the place with his his directorial work. So, well, does it necessarily mean that uh, uh, Roka? I mean, you were really excited about it at first, but we liked it more along the lines of how gorgeous it looked. And one of the things that I uh, noticed right at the that, very beginning, it looked gorgeous. Very very beginning, it looked gorgeous, but it, it fell apart really quickly. Right, and, and and that's more along the lines of is it more the story or is it more uh, because I that's that's one thing that I'm getting out of it is maybe maybe uh, it's, it's, it's okay he's to, given yeah it's whatever he's given so I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best on this one I I think it, the the PV this is and this is one of those things is that I, I I kind of thought of earlier when when I was going through all these PVs is all these PVs for the most part they all look really good and it's like. I I don't it it's frustrating to to decide off of a lot of these is because we'll end up getting, you know, something that's not all that wonderful when we actually get it. Yeah, based on my experience, I've read a bit of uh, of Citrus the the manga and I don't it does fall into my frustrating area of the typical Yuri setup where it is one girl kisses other girl and another girl spends like 15 volumes trying to figure out why that girl kissed her. The only upside of this one is it does kind of have an overarching storyline that was helping it. And plus the visual art of the mangaka was, it was very sexy in how it kind of portrayed things. Uh, now, if they will bank on that too much, that's the question. Will they be able to portray the story better than maybe the manga did? I wasn't getting too much interest in it, but like I said, a lot more interest than I usually have with these stories, so I do have my hopes that this won't be one of the few Yuri titles that'll actually find interest based on what else it has to kind of offer. I did find, a, I got a kick out of it, uh, Kirino's voice kind of stuck out like a sore thumb when I was when I was watching the PV, uh, the voice actress for Kirino from Orimo, so the blonde girl is going to be voiced by Kirino. <laughs> um, yeah. I was in my my notes on it was pretty much uh, the, it's obvious that this is going to be the taboo show of the season and we're either going to hear a lot of hate for it or a lot of love for it because you technically you technically have two different taboos there <laughs> you have Yuri and you also have the yeah. uh, uh, the Syscon thing so yeah but it's okay because they're stepsisters they're not blood related <laughs> yep 
<laughs> there goes the arguments. I can hear them already. Uh, all right. Next one we have is our Kirito show of the season. Death March Kara Hajimaru Isekai Kyo Shio Kyoko. Kyoku. Yeah, something like that. Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. Uh, the story follows a 29-year-old programmer who is on a death march, but one day he wakes up to an, in another world after a nap. From a meteor shower, he happens to gain vast riches, and he decides to go sightseeing. So begins his heartwarming, uh, occasionally serious, and harem adventure in another world. Uh, this one's being done by Studio Silverlink and Connect. Of course, uh, did uh, work together on Ma- um, Magic of Stella, Fake Clydeliner, um, Nanam Biori, Stack of the Blood, Kokoro Connect, and Sister in Law You Need. They didn't technically work together on all of those, I'm sorry. The genres is fantasy. The director that's working on this is Shin Ono- Onuma, Onuma, who did uh, Unhappy, Fake Collide Liner, uh, Baka and Tess, Kokoro Connect, Watamode, F Tale of Memories and Melodies. And the source is a light novel that is 11 volumes ongoing. And yeah, about all I got from the PV is that there's Cat Girls and Inu Girls and. Uh, Kirito. <laughs> That's about all I got from that, baby. I, 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 I'm, I'm super, I'm kind of excited for this one. I, I like the idea. I'm hoping, Go Kirito. I'm, I'm hoping it can, can beat a smartphone, which is not really all that hard to do, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just sounds like smartphone, because they, they both got, like, insane amounts of money right off the bat, so we'll see if he, if that translates to him also being OP. He probably will. Uh, but yeah, fun, fun harems. I do hope that it does a lot better than smartphone. Smartphone, smartphone didn't catch me at all. So I hope that this one will be a, just a fun isekai one. So yeah, then that's all. I mean, that, that's, that's what I was saying about smartphone is it, if, if you can get past the fact that it didn't really have a strong overarching storyline, it, I just want chemistry. It was fine. Yeah. And, and this one I'm hoping will get better in which, like I said, it, can't be that hard to do. Just something like that has to have chemistry. And yeah. I wasn't getting me, I wasn't getting chemistry from from smartphones. So yeah. They all they all can't be we they all can't make everybody happy. So there you go. Next one we have is Darling in the I'm guessing Franks. <laughs> or Fron Cross Cross, maybe. <laughs> uh this is a joint anime project between Studio Trigger and A1 Pictures, uh that was announced at Anime Expo in twenty seventeen. The story is set in a distant future. The land is ruined, and humanity established the mobile... F- this is a really long synopsis. Wow. Establishes a mobile fort city, uh, Planetron... Plan- plantation. Oh, sorry. Plantation. That's the name of it, is Plantation. Uh, pilots produced inside Plantation live in... Oh, my gosh. Mistil... Mistiltine? Also known as Birdcage. I'll call it Birdcage. I like Birdcage better. Uh, children live there, knowing nothing about the outside world and freedom of this or the freedom of the sky. Uh, their lives consist of battling and to carry out missions. Their enemies are mysterious giant life forms known as Kyoryo, something like that. And the children's pilots, uh, robots called Froncross Cross, <laughs> to face off against them. For the children riding the Frank Cross Cross, <laughs> I know it's not going to be Frank Cross Cross. I'm just kidding. Uh, proves their existence. Uh, a boy named Hiro is called blah, 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 blah. Um, one day, a mysterious girl known as Zero Two appears before him. Two horns growing on her head. So, yeah. Demon girl. 
studio, of course, is uh, Trigger and A1 Pictures. Trigger did a Kill a Kill, Kiznaiver, Little Witch Academia. A1 Pictures has done millions, including Grimgar, Fantasy Nash, Anahana, Sword Online, El Noah Zero, The Perfect Insider. And the genres are sci-fi mecha, if you have not guessed. And the source is original. So, yeah, I totally got, like, a mixture of, like, Kill a Kill, Kiznaiver, and a little bit of, like, Sentai. That was my notes. Oh, you did that? I, I put the parentheses on gotcha. for my notes. Okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> Say that then. No, I got, uh, I got the, the that it, uh, out of it. It, it was, it's, and, and I don't know how to better describe it there. What, some of the artwork is kind of more A1-ish, so it's got this kind of feel of um, the uh, sword art online, and then at the same time, you also get little tidbits of, uh, Kill a Kill and 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 Kiznaiver kind of sprinkled in there as far as the feel of the show, and then and then you you randomly notice, oh well, it, it's a Super Sentai or something like that. So yeah, I've got all those mixtures in in one. That makes sense. I, I totally see Kiznaiver in the character designs, and that's probably the one thing that kind of irks me about it. Some and I had the same thing with Kiznaiver. I liked a lot of the character designs, and though some were like, eh, I don't particularly care for that character. That does not look that interesting. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see that in, in that. So yeah, we'll, we'll see and if it, uh, pulls something out of it. Cause I mean, you, you technically have two really big studios. I hope with those two studios, they can manage to do Mecca. That's not CG. <laughs> Hopefully dude, dude has a thing for, for those, uh, uh, band top hats, <laughs> band top hats, the band hats. Oh, gotcha. He has a thing for it. He, he, that's like his third series. that has a character with that. <laughs> I don't think I've seen really any notable people working on it, though. That's that's the only questionable thing about it. it the the one little quick shot that we do get of the mecha type stuff, or it could be the the thing they're fighting, um, doesn't look CG. So unless they're hiding it really well, could be. So cool stuff. Um, yeah, we'll see if that turns out to be something cool. You got two big studios on it. Come on. Of course, A1 Pictures usually has other people do their stuff anyway, so maybe it's just them having Trigger do their stuff. So it might not be that that is advanced and and deep thought as we think it is uh moving forward we have grand crest senkai or record of grand crest war this one is a series takes place on the continent ruled by chaos the chaos breeds disaster but the lord the lords of the continent have the power of crest or holy seal that can calm the chaos and protect the people however before anyone realizes it the ruler casts aside their greed uh, their creed of pure uh purifying the chaos instead start to fight each other uh, for each of the chaos, for each uh, other's crest, sorry, <laughs> and gain domination over the, one another. Uh, Siluka, an isolated uh, mage who scorns the lords for banning their creed, and a, a wandering knight named Theo, who is journeying on uh, journeying to train to one day liberate his hometown, which is un- under tyrannical rule, makes an everlasting oath to each other. Uh, as master and servant, and work together to f- reform the continent dominated by war and chaos. I don't know why that was so difficult to read. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a course uh, written by the same creator of the uh, Record of Lotus Wars. So, Oh, really? There you go. We have the... Uh, he's also doing the series composition as well. It's Ryo Mizuno, so... With all those like us that really love Record of Lotus Wars, we will finally get something else from that particular creator. I don't... The PV has me a little hesitant. It does look like it's going to have some fun action in there. 
there is no Deedlet, <laughs> which sucks, but hey, we always can't have everything we want. Uh, Deedlet, one of the original Andrew Waifus, so... Um, but yeah, it, it looks cool. It looks like it would oh, be a fun fantasy, the, but... Uh, you know the blonde is going to end up being the new Deedlet. I don't know. Deedlet just had it, her own charm to her, and, and this girl looks more just, you know, standard fare for these days. Well, if she's if she's like the Dark Elf, then then she'll become my waifu, so... <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> that dark elf. Of course, Studio A1 Pictures is doing this one, and they did, of course, Grand Blue Fantasy, uh, Sword Art Online, all that kind of stuff. Uh, these items are action and fantasy. The source, again, is a light novel. And the director is going to be Shinichi Omata, who did Shobagen Roku Raku Senju. So that's a, another promising aspect of this series. Yeah, this this the, this has a lot more going for it than it originally let, it on, let on. So I'm excited now. Yeah, yeah. So, cool stuff. I, I like in the PV that it had the girl being his knight in shining armor. Yep. <laughs> uh, making their little pack together. So, cool stuff. Next up we have is our title from the Noitamina Tam- block. So, exciting. This one is called Koi wa Ame Agari no Yoni, or Love is Like After the Rain. This one, the synopsis is Akira Tachibana is a soft-spoken high school student who used to be part of the track and field club, but due to an injury, she is no longer able to run as fast as she once could. Working part-time at a family restaurant as a recourse, she finds herself inexplicably falling in love with her manager, a divorced 45-year-old with a young son. Uh, This one is done by a core studio, Wit Studio. So Wit Studio finally gets another spot inside of the Noitamina block. Of course, Wit Studio has done Attack on Titan, Rolling Girls. They're st- still going to be doing Ancient Magus' Bride, the Kabinaria Iron Fortress, Hosoka uh, Nino Tetsu, and Howl. This one's genres are romance and seinen. The source is a manga that is nine volumes ongoing, and the music is being done by Aimer, so that's a cool one as well. Yeah, I caught the Aimer right away when I was watching it. Man, this is such a, a mood piece. I, I can't wait to watch this. It just... Sucking me in just from watching the the PV. I liked it because it was it doesn't really show anything with the PV, um, but it is one of those ones that manages to capture atmosphere really yeah. well. So, um, and I guess that, that's the story that's telling is going to require it to tell uh, to actually capture atmosphere um, because it's not going to be high action or comedy or anything like that. It's going to be telling this story about this girl. So, definitely sounds exciting, and we're. Pretty much usually never uh, disappointed with Noe Tomina Block, so uh, barring uh, battery. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully this will be another hitter for them. And like we usually mention, it's it's usually kind of an art block. So cool stuff. Uh, moving forward, we have uh, Popute Pipiku or Pop Team Epic. The surreal four-panel manga centers around two 14-year-old girls. The short Popoku Puko and the tall Pipimi. <laughs> They're being stuffed by studio uh, Kamikaze uh, Daoga. And these genres are comedy. And the source, of course, is a four-comic manga. I don't have a PV for this. Um, I'm assuming this will be kind of in the same vein as something like, uh, what was it, the cracked out Yuri Yuri Yuri? Yuri. I, I guess. I don't know. Yuri? I was I was going more for, they are probably making fun of the uh, 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 girls last tour that's i mean no we're that's, going just, off that's the, just that 
Yeah, we're just going off of the 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 artwork, so I don't know. The other one just has them kind of sitting in a in their porch or something like that. So I'm assuming they're probably just going to throw a bunch of different weird, goofy uh, scenarios for them to have to kind of go through. Um, everybody's stupid excited about it, so ah, cool stuff. Maybe I was assuming just... this would drop down the shorts, but it hasn't yet. So, so maybe it's just just a general make fun of everything type show. I'm guessing. Look, they have they have, they're flipping bird at you. They don't want you to read it. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, if you're looking for a comedy that has really weird looking characters, <laughs> there you go. That'll be up next next season. Again, no no PV, so we don't really have anything to go by. And I haven't read the manga, so uh, next one we have is Karakai Kozo no Takaki San or Skilled Teaser Takaki San. Um, this one is, the synopsis says, if you blush, you lose. This one is living by the, this principal, the middle schooler, Nishikata, gets constantly made fun of by his seat neighbor, Takaki-san. Takaki I don't know why I have a problem with that name. <laughs> with his pride shattered to pieces, he vows to turn the tables and get back at her someday. And so he attempts to tease her day after day, only to find himself victim to Takaki-san's uh, ridicule again sooner than later. Will he be able to t- to make her blush from embarrassment even once in the end? This one's being done by Studio Shinny Animation, who did Tanari no Saki-kun, uh, Guy, Hare and Gu, uh, Waro, uh, the Waro Sarsman New, and Doraemon. The genres are slice-of-life comedy romance school. Source is a manga that is five volumes ongoing. And I immediately noticed that uh, Takaki is voiced by Ri Takahashi, who's Mega Man and uh, Mashu. So, (laughs) cool stuff. And I think the guy is also... Yeah, the guy is Yuki Kaji, who I noticed immediately also, who's Yukine from Noragami, who is like the most obnoxious teenage voice ever. So, I'm I'm sure that will annoy some people (laughs) as he he does his little inner monologue of screaming and whatnot. Um, So... I uh, that I can't w- wait for this one. This one is just so obviously going to win the internet. I I just know it will. I it she is just absolutely adorable. He's coming off as so, totally funny. I'm getting the the Seki-kun vibes. I'm getting the it's just I can't wait to watch this show. It looks so much fun. Yeah, I can definitely see this being I don't know if it's going to take over the internet. I know that we're going to love it. And I, I think it's probably going to fall in the, the bounds of something like Sude Dude Children, where it's kind of like not insanely popular, not on everybody's radar, but those that do watch it absolutely love it. Um, but it is it definitely looks cute based off the PVs. It does this definitely has like a weird, uh, a different art style to it. Um, characters are very kind of chunky looking, uh, even though she's not really that chunky or they're not really chunky, but like more of the faces and whatnot. Uh, and a lot of the lines are pretty thick. So it, it'll be... It'll be interesting to see if they can keep pulling off really cute little skits based off of just the PVs that we have. There's a lot of skits that you can kind of see in there. Um, so I, I think don't one care. has her, one has him get in trouble and he's kind of pouting about it, but she keeps uh, calling to him to get his attention. He's like, no, I'm going to get in trouble again. And then he looks over and she says, oh, you finally looked at me. It was really cute. So I don't care if everybody accepts it. I, I just know that it's going to win. <laughs> okay. Don't get offended. Next one we have is Mitsuboshi Colors. The synopsis says, uh, Hark, the city is in peril. Uh, who are you going to call Colors? Not Ghostbusters, apparently. <laughs> uh, Sachi, uh, Sachan 
Yui and Kotoha are here to protect the city, solving mysteries, battling enemies, and help uh, with the help of their friends. Uh, but their quest isn't an easy one, as their arch-nemesis Saito, the violent police officer of Ueno, meets them at every turn. This one done by Studio Silverlink, who did Magic of Stella, Fate Clyde, uh, Kokoro Connect, Sisters All You Need. Jamas are comedy slice of life. The source is a manga, four volumes ongoing. And uh, it's funny because I, I seen the artwork for this one. I immediately thought of Idol Master because the, uh, the more younger Idol Master characters because the, the art design. And then I look at the manga art design and it looked like Strawberry Marshmallow. And then I looked at the PV, it looks like Strawberry Marshmallow. And then I looked at the, the, the credits and nothing is in there has anything to do with Strawberry Marshmallow. So I'm like, I don't know where, where this is coming from, but it definitely has that same adorable look to it. So if you're looking for some kawaii stuff, this definitely looks like it'll be up your alley. It looks it looks like fun. Uh, I, I, I was thinking more along the lines of three leaves, three colors, but lolly style. That's what I'm getting out of it. I can't wait. Oh, you don't consider three leaves, three colors lolly style? Everything else that's that age looks lolly to you, but that one isn't? <laughs> we always have fun with it. One of these days, we're going to have a podcast devoted to trying to, to suss out exactly what is a lolly for Chris. <laughs> we will figure this out. Uh, but like I said, it, it definitely looks cute. Um, definitely has some uh, good... good. Uh, it doesn't look cheaply made, which usually something like this will fall into. So, um, cool stuff. Next up we have, and this one's technically always already going on. Um, they did like a mid-season start um, in the uh, fall. So if you don't know it, it's already kicked off and you can start actually watching it right now. And that's Idolish 7. And it's a group of an aspiring idols gather at Takanashi Productions and are entrusted with the company's future. The seven men who have just met represent a very variety of totally different personalities. However, they each have their own charm and possess unknown potential as idols forming a group they take on their first step together as idolish seven um their brilliantly shining dancing form uh forms on stage eventually begin captivating the hearts of the people uh, the interesting thing about this is actually it's being done by studio troika who of course has done like Ano zero recreators beautiful bones so it's interesting that they shift to idols <laughs> after doing three uh action well two actions in a in a mystery type show so it's nice to see them kind of trying out different things. That's that's the important thing. Uh, genres are music and shoujo. The source is a rhythm mobile mobile game. And director Makoto Besho is doing it, who did directing work for Armitage 3, Shangri-La. So that's uh, pretty cool in our book. My book, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think of the the the, the little video? It's it, I, I, I was getting an idol anime out of it, but... The other thing that I was getting, and I and I couldn't really put my my finger on it. It, it. it in one respect, it felt like a reverse harem, and in another respect, it f- felt like a shonen eye. And the producer is kind of the coupler, for a lack of a better term. So I I really was unsure of where the the romance is going in this. So take that into consideration. But otherwise, I thought it looked decent. Okay. I. I just got pretty boys out of the baby, so I got a little more than I did. Um, yeah, I've already, I've already heard some people on Twitter that are already saying that it's it's been pretty cool. So check it out if you're looking for an idol show. Next one we have is Beatless. This one is, I believe, in this. The synopsis says, uh, "I believe in that smile, even if you don't have a uh, have a soul." 
20, <laughs> the way you, the way I said that actually sounds really mean. I believe in that smile, even if you don't have a soul like that. That, that sounds a little <laughs> bit less uh, insulting. <laughs> even if you don't have a soul. Uh, 210580, Japan, the humanoid android Hiei uh, became part of people's lives uh, and is handling the things humans could and couldn't do. Endo Arara, unlike his friend Kenko and Ryo, who hate Hei, felt sympathy for the Hei. I'm hoping that I'm saying that right, Hei. Hiei. Hiei? Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Which are supposed to be just objects. One night, uh, Arato suddenly gets assaulted by a mysterious falling cherry blossom. A mysterious cherry blossom assaulted assaulted him? (laughs) Assaulted by mysterious falling cherry blossoms that make Hiei and machines run havoc. Okay, that makes more sense. I have to read the entire sentence. <laughs> Will the cornered Arato be saved by the mysterious Hiei? 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 Bless you. <laughs> I can just hear people getting angry. Uh, studio is Dio Media, uh, who did Girlish Number, Fuka, uh, Kantai Collection, uh, Cute High School Defense Club Love, Problem Children, and Lost Village. Uh, so maybe there'll be some executions in there. These genres are action, sci-fi, drama, romance. These stories is a light novel. And the director that's working on it is going to be Seiji Miju Shima, who did Krongar's Concrete, Revolutio, Full Metal Alchemist, and a Mumble Suit Gundam 00. So, cool stuff. I pretty much noticed it was like school kids for the first half of the PV, and then, uh, oh, here's a broken arm, and then action, crazy sci-fi. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I was getting out of it. it it's it looks fun. It, it, I I can't wait to see what what it's got going on for it, and and if it delves into anything interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Next we have is Gakuen Babysitters. The manga centers around brothers Ryu, Ryuichi and Kotaro Kashima. Who uh, Kashima is a high school and Kotaro is a still a toddler. After the parents are killed in a plane crash trope. <laughs> the two brothers find themselves living in the chairwoman of the uh, living with the chairwoman of the Mori Nomiya Academy. Her, uh, who herself lost her son and daughter-in-law in the same accident. The chairwoman, however, was uh, has one stipulation for their brothers to live under their uh, live there with her. Uh, Ryochi has to work at the academy's daycare center as a babysitter. And the studio is Brainspace, who did Kurenai, Penguin Drum, Romantic Comedy Snafu, Kano, and Servamp. The genres are slice of life comedy, school shojo, and the sources of manga. So yeah. What do you think? Um, I really don't know what to make of this show. Now, the fact that it is the same group that did um, One Week Friends and 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 some of the some of those other shows that I I do think uh, came off really well done. Um, that that gives me a, a bit of hope. But like I said, I really don't know what to make of this PV other than it looks good. <laughs> if that's the only thing I got from the PV is do not take uh, any kind of. Uh, lessons from this pv because it looks very violent to these kids <laughs> i'm seeing kids topple over and stuff and that does not look good um why a, an academy has a daycare center is also a good question as well maybe it's a college one and so that some of the college students have kids i don't know why they would have a baby uh, a daycare but yeah i don't know could be yeah cute looks cute has some cute little characters so there you go 
Next we have is Hakata Tonkatsu Ramens. This one is a synopsis says at the at first glance the city of Fukuoka Fukuoka seems like peaceful one but under the surface crime is running rampant. The city's uh, Hakata ward is home to the profession to the professionals of the underworld. Professional killers, detectives, informants, professor, uh, professional revenge seekers, those skilled in torture and more. And according to urban legends, a killer of professional killers has shown up in the city. The studio is Satellite. The genres are action. Source is a light novel that's seven volumes ongoing. And the director is Kenji Yasuda, who did Makaras Delta, Shugo Chara. And uh, yeah, this one, like, completely, the PV anyways, gave me vibes of, like, Dirarara mixed with uh, Cowboy Bebop and yeah. Yeah, I I definitely got the Dirarara vibes as well. I just, I, I, I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe the word ramen kind of threw me off and I <laughs> went into it and I'm like, okay. That, ramen? This is not ramen. <laughs> is this going to be a ramen making <laughs> And then dude makes ramen in front of me. I'm like, okay, what the heck are we doing here? So. Yeah, maybe he works at a ramen place, or maybe he just really likes ramens. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Big big guy like like making shrimp, and and he wanted to sell those shrimp really bad. So yeah, it does kind of like the same thing as Dudadada does in its intro, where it kind of cuts to these stills of each character as they're kind of in the city. Um, it has a guy that looks like uh, what's his name, Jack? Not that Jack, Spike. My gosh, why couldn't I think of Spike? Yeah, I thought of Spike Spiegel too. I come it. Uh, the guy, the main guy, has a kind of a similar hairstyle as, as Spike. It's got the the jazzy music playing in the background, so I, I it's obvious what they're kind of going for. So, well, hopefully it doesn't rely on it too much. The, they look kind of wonky here and there, even for a PV, kind of it scares me. But there's a, there's a lot of possibility that it can probably have there. So we'll we'll see if if it turns out to be something interesting. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next we have is Yuru Camp Delta, or Laid Back Camp Delta. This one, the synopsis is, Rin likes to go to camp by herself along with uh, along the lakes that provide the scenic view of Mount Fuji. Nadeshiko uh, loves to take cycling trips by herself to places where she can uh, see Mount Fuji. After they meet Rin and Nadeshiko, uh, take camping trips, eat cup ramen together, and enjoy the scenery. This one's being done by Studio C Station, who's done Dragon R Academy, Star Mew, and lots of in-betweens for other titles. Uh, the genres are slice of life comedy, and the sources of manga eight or three volumes ongoing. And uh, yeah, what do you what do you think? I can't wait for this. This is so much just perfect for me. I I, I love the laid back atmosphere that it was given off. It. Looks like it's just going to be a go out in and camp and chill and just hijinks in 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 all that. You think that you think the 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 main character might be uh, Yoshiko, whatever her name is from uh, uh, what was it called uh, the the PA works one with the girl out in the middle of nowhere. Why am I so bad with names right now? Uh, Sakura Quest. You think that might be her younger? She looks like her. It's possible. Don't Yoshi, see why not. Yoshi, 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 was it Yoshiko or Yoshino or whatever her name is. But yeah, I can't wait. It, it definitely it looks, looks like fun. It, it it has a the music and the what it's the style it's going for for the PV definitely looks very laid back and that definitely <laughs> lends itself to the title. So it definitely looks like it'd be cute and very slow and probably um, hopefully healing and 
and heartwarming. So we'll see. Cool stuff. Uh, next one we have is basically Ken Colley. <laughs> the, 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 the art for it definitely looks like Ken Colley. I'll just say that. Is it the art? Because I got the same thing. I As I was watching it, I was like... I think if you look at the Ken Colley album art, it definitely looks exactly probably... I, like I got it the from outfits. the I got it from the PV. I didn't even look at the uh, the the artwork. I just went right straight into the the PV, and I was like, "Man, this this is a lot like uh, Ken Colley." I don't know, and and then I read your notes, and I was like, "Yeah, I got the same thing." I don't know where I got it from, but that's what I got. The uh, let's see what the synopsis. Is. I haven't even read the synopsis since ancient times. Uh, oh, did I say Toji no Miko is a title? Since ancient times, shrine maidens who wield swords have been exercising aratama, aratama, a strange existence that threatened the human world. These young women who wear school uniforms and swords called toji, and they and they sever and they serve as the official unit within the police force as a special religious service police squad. The government authorized the toji to wear swords. Wear swords. <laughs> Or I guess to carry with them, uh, wear swords and serve as government officials. And the government has set up five schools throughout the country for the girls to attend. The girls live ordinary lives while occasionally performing their duties, wielding the, their swords and using various powers to fight and protect people. So, yeah, I guess so. Hopefully they don't be skiing across the water because <laughs> then there might be a lawsuit involved. I doubt that. <laughs> but but I do. It, but maybe it, it's it's kind of like the other one the 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 sword boys and it's just a girl version of that who knows yeah yeah i guess i, I could be i can that can fit well technically they are the swords in that one so yeah i don't know if that could fit i don't think that's the same pb uh the studio is gokumi who did sort of children yuki yuna is a hero lance and meske um so that gives me hope that the action will be good as well because usually with this kind of stuff the they'll use cg and the cg looks really off and uh, I think Yuki Yuna, when they did Yuki Yuna, they did really well with the CG, so they could do the action well. Genres are action fantasy. The source is an original with cross-promotion with a manga so far. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I can probably beat it death with the Konkali thing, but I'll leave that note. So, that's cool. It could be cool. I don't know. It's, 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 that's one of those ones for me, it's kind of like, that can go either way. <laughs> it can either be meh or it could be fun and, and cool you can you know it was really cool um and then there's other ones like you know the um i can't think of the name of it i am so bad with names today if you have not guessed yet let's move on though we have our next one is chris's anime of the season coming up he's excited for it y'all just wait for his his excitement uh these are story uh, this is uh, ito junji collection or junji ito's work being adapted Stories from both the eleventh uh, volume, eleven volume Ito Junji Kesaku Shu series, and the fragments of horror books will be adapted in this anime series. Studio is Studio Dean, who did Fate Stay Night, the the bad one, <laughs> Sakura Trick, uh, Higarashi When They Cry, Sunkarai, Raid or Die, Fruits Baskets, Konosuba, Shogun Roku Roku Senju. The genres are mystery, horror, psychological, supernatural, drama. Gee, which ones of these don't fit? <laughs> what? Konosuba and, and oh. Fruits Basket. <laughs> they're, they're whatever. Whatever they can get their hands on. The uh, source of the manga, like I said, the creator is, of course, Junji Ito, who did Zumaki, Gyo, and Tomoye. Tomoye. And the, uh, yeah, this is going to be exciting for me. 
This is probably one of the few horror titles that we get every so often. Um, so hopefully they'll be able to pull it off really well. Um, the, the only recent uh, horror we've gotten has been that uh, King's Game, and that's not really horror, in my opinion. Just more just torture porn. This one, and this, this is not going to be torture they'll, porn. There'll be torture porn in this one, but it, I think it'll pull off the horror aspect of it a lot better. So we'll, I'm I'm excited for it. And my notes, I don't know. Have fun, you death dark kill the world people. There you go. Yeah, some solid, some solid advice from Chris. <laughs> but no, I, I've I've read Gyo. I've read a lot of, and what sucks is they they're not doing. Uh, the fault one, which I really wanted to see adapted. Is that that's the like one a with short the holes? One. Yeah, that's a short one that they that's have. That's the only one that I'm halfway interested in. Is I want to see the one with the holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just really unsettling kind of stuff that he pulls off. So um, he knows horror. He knows uh, really graphical stuff. So be, keep that in mind if you even plan on looking at it. Hopefully, whatever is streamed isn't censored because that will probably ruin a lot of the the. Uh, the horror of his work so we'll we'll have to wait and see if if that's a thing or not yeah next one we have is sanrio danshi this one the synopsis is the project's premise follows kota hasagawa a high school boy that lives with uh, loves the yellow pom-pom pudding dog <laughs> by mere coincidence he ends up attending the same school as yu mizuno a boy who likes the bunny my melody. You tells Kota that there's nothing to be ashamed of for liking Sanrio's cute characters. Together, Kota, you, Shunsuko, or Sunzuke, Yoshino, there's a lot of names, uh, learn to accept their love of the characters instead of feeling embarrassed. So it's, this is like a, like a, like a little help group that they kind of get together with to get over there. Is Sanrio <laughs> the, um, the Hello Kitty stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The studio is Studio Pro, who did Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Bleach, Naruto, Moridori Days, Black Clover. So maybe they'll yell on this one. Uh, genres are school, multi- it's a multimedia fr- uh, franchise. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's Hello Kitty. There you go. Getting over Hello Kitty, you love. Well, there's a Hello Kitty in the album art, so there you go. Uh, but yeah. I main character looks boring, um, and a lot of pretty boys is what I got from the thing. So yeah, all I got is really pretty boys and I cute things. I I don't know. I it's men getting in touch with their softer sizes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. If you're looking for it, it sounds like it has a pretty funny premise. So maybe it might have some comedy in there involving that. So we'll we'll see. Next we have is like the third stinking. <laughs> uh, 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 what the hell is this? Shogi. Shogi show of the season. I that think. was that was my notes. <laughs> Give it a little bit of time before you try and cash in on the on the Shogi thing. But hey, it's got lollies in it, so I'm on on board. Hey, there he goes. He's on board. He's got lollies. This one title is Ryo no Oshigoto, or the Ryo's work is never done. This is, this is actually one of those titles that was light novel that was on that top list that we talked about in our discussional. So, 16, and of course, we don't know exactly how that ranking happens. It could be just their sales. It could be voting. We don't know. I didn't look into it enough to know. There you go. 16-year-old uh, Kuzuryu Yaichi 
has fallen into a slump after winning the major shogi title Dragon's King or Dragon King. Uh, the pressure of his losses continued until an elementary school uh, an elementary schooler called Hinatsuru Ai, uh, with an extraordinary shogi talent, arrives at his doorstep. The studio is Project Number Nine. The genres are game, slice of life, comedy. The source is a light novel, five volumes ongoing, and the director working on this is Shinsuke Yanagi, who did directorial work for Angel Three Piece. Uh, Momokyun Sword, Never a Girl Online. That first one kind of makes me worried about this one because, like I said with Angel Three Piece, they kind of they crept over that line way too many times with the the young characters uh, being promiscuous or put into suggestive situations. So hopefully they don't ruin this one with that as well. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. They, it does look really cute. The PV does not tell me that that's going to happen. So we'll have to wait and see what actually comes of this. Yep, I, I I'm I can't wait to see it. We'll see what happens. It I definitely has a similar setup to Angel Three P. So I recognize the voices, but I didn't didn't catch any uh, uh, voice actresses I I recognized when it was going through the list. Maybe I, but that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah. lots of lollies, some random shogi player at sixteen years old, and them all playing shogi together. So if you like shogi and cute moe girls there you go you got some some fun coming up no it might it might get because the angel 3p did that as well it had it had this whole thing of like there's this kind of seriousness put in there and then there here's this cute fluff that kind of brings it up every now and then so maybe his maybe it will kind of touch on his his slump that he's in and her helping him out of it we'll 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 see uh, another one that i'm really excited for and uh got a little bit of talk here recently is uh Kokoku, uh, Kokoku, something like that. Kokoku, uh, Kokoku, moment by moment. This one is the synopsis is Jury Yukawa lives with her neat father and brother, uh, her retired grandfather, her sister, a single mother, and her young nephew. One day, her nephew and brother are kidnapped for ransom. Having only thirty minutes to meet the demands of the kidnappers. kidnappers Juri, who realizes there is not, uh, not enough time to prepare the money, decides to head for her, their rescue by herself with knife in hand when her grandfather uses a mysterious stone passed on uh, in the Yukawa family to stop time. In a world where everyone and everything are inert, Juri and her father and grandfather run to rescue the two, but at the kidnapper's hideout, they soon realize they are not the only ones who can move about in this still world. This one being done by Studio Gino Studio. Of course, uh, this is the one that was created to uh, finish the Project Ito films, um, Genocidal Organ. And uh, this is going to be their first big TV uh, title. So this is based off of a manga that is eight volumes completed. And it's going to be already be streaming on Amazon, so it's got availability. We were kind of thinking this might be Netflix, but Amazon got it. So, uh, but yeah, the, the video notes that I have is don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> this is so whacked out. It looks so fascinating. I am absolutely intrigued by just the crazy stuff that's happening in the PV. Um, looks like it's going to be heavy action. It's going to be weird. Um, a lot of what the hell's going on moments. So I am absolutely excited to see what they're going to do with this and also pregnant jumping lady and my <laughs> my notes are this looks insane i'm kind of intrigued <laughs> so you got the intrigue thing too yeah there you go it looks it looks insane and th- this is one of those ones that it's a type it's a certain style that 
it was kind of seen in some older titles and anime titles, and so it's kind of one that I'm hoping to see kind of come back. Um, things like Parasite was hitting on it a little bit, but didn't quite reach those potentials. So some that more veers into the you know psychological uh, realm. So definitely excited to see what what happens. And I'm glad Amazon got it because, like I said, a lot of people were assuming that it was going to be Netflix. So cool stuff. All right, next we have is Hakume to Mikochi. This one is 9 centimeters, 3.5 inches tall. Not not both, just that's a different size. <laughs> the tiny girls Hakume and Mokicho, uh, Mikocho, Mikochi <laughs> live in the forest, living in a tiny house in a tree, riding insects and birds, and making umbrellas out of leaves. These tiny girls live a tiny life, following their tiny but lovely uh, lovely lives as they uh, follow their tiny but lovely lives as they lived out their days day, day to day in a fantastic world of tiny people and gods. This one's being done by Studio Lursh, uh, who did Magical Girl Raising Project, Kamani has Declined, Konohana Kitan, Assassination Classroom, yada yada. The source is a uh, manga that is five volumes ongoing. Genres are Slice of Life, uh, slice of life and Fantasy, and, uh, yeah, this definitely is kind of following that same pattern we're getting with these really kind of chibi, cute-looking characters. Not really, It doesn't necessarily cute, but chibi, chunky kind of looking characters that we had, like, Made in Abyss and uh, uh, <laughs> Girls Last Tour <laughs> last season. So I'm, I'm really liking this pattern of this kind of unique uh, art style. So what do you think? I, I, I can't wait for this. It's super excited about it. It, it looks awesome absolutely adorable and just win all around for this show it almost has kind of like a mixture of watercolor uh um color pencil type look to it so it definitely has a different uh coloring scheme to it as well uh, but yeah like very said, bright very uh yeah 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 so if you want to see some keyboard elf moe version <laughs> there you go <laughs> we have keyboard elf moe so um, but yeah, definitely, definitely excited about this one. So yeah, another ramen title. This might have ramen in it. <laughs> we never know. This one is Rama Daisuke uh, Koizumi, Koizumi-san. Uh, the gourmet comedy follows the daily life of Koizumi, a high school girl who looks like a cool beauty at first glance, but actually has an unexpected side of her that loves ramen. So another food porn show. <laughs> Yay! Studios Gakumi. Uh, and Axis, uh, together they have done uh, Pandora and the Christmas Shell together, and Seiren, and Gakumi has done Suiridui Children, Yukiyuna as a Hero, Lance and Meske, and these genres are comedy, based off of a four-comma manga that is five volumes ongoing. So, I guess it has plenty of content to make a full series, but uh, I can see this one possibly dropping in the short area, but I think they might have enough stuff, so. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. No video to go by. I'm assuming it's just going to be a bunch of cute girls and then slurping ramen. Because that's what the show's going to be. <laughs> Next one they we have they is... They didn't need to make a PV. It's you know pretty self-explanatory. You know, you know what it's going with. Um, next one is Maruhin Medohin. This one is Fairy Tale Girls. Hazuki Kagimura is a normal girl who... They're never normal. Who is usually alone... With her relationship with her new family not going so well, she retreats every day to the world of stories and books. One day after school, one of the library's bookshelves sends her to another world 
with a magic skull um, where she meets Shizuka. She finds out that the girls called Machin, who attend the school, are selected by old fairy tales and folk stories to wield their magic and are taught how to wield it in the school. The school has girls who are chosen by the stories as Kagehime no Managatari, Izun uh, Boshi, der, well, these names, <laughs> Mastic Girl, Gigantic Turnip, uh, Arthurian Legends, yada yada. Uh, Hazuki herself is chosen by the Cinderella story. So, studio is Hoods Entertainment, who did Drifters, Mysterious Girlfriend X, and I think a lot of hentai. Uh, the genres are magic, fantasy, and school. The source is a light novel, two volumes ongoing. And the character design work, which popped out at me like it always does, is the same one that did Haneko and Sisters All You Need in one room. So, And the music is being done by Fauna. So here's our Fauna show for the season. Did we give up on that joke? No, not no, yet. Gonna keep it? Gonna keep I, it? Think okay. we're, I think we're still still going strong on that. I think one. it was a couple that were okay. Yeah. But we're still holding on it <laughs> as being the death knell. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what do you think of it? I am actually really kind of curious about this one, mostly because of the fact that the the concept itself sounds like it could be a double-edged sword. It could either pull... If they pull this off, it could be a really good good show. Otherwise, it could be very, very weak. It's it's one of those... Who... How do they... How do they do with this? And and I'm, I'm really curious as to how it, how it pulls it out. I went back and forth because I seen the PV and went, okay, nothing really here. Um, not getting much out of this. And then I read the synopsis and going, okay, wow, this could have a really fascinating thing. But yeah, you saying that gets me back there going, yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't be too hot on it. Because yeah, technically it could rely on this really unique style about how these stories are selecting them. And they can do something really fascinating with that. Or it could just be, that was the tool to get them into the school together. Now let's have shenanigans. Yeah. And That's... then never really touch on it until maybe the last episode. Mm-hmm. And then go, oh, well, she has a Cinderella story, so she's going to save everybody kind of thing. So, yeah, definitely could be one way or the other. Well, it's like everything in here, so. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next one we have is Slow Start. This one is the story centers around a 16-year-old, Hana Ichinose, who, unbeknownst to her classmates, has was a year late in enrolling to, into high school. Although it may not seem like a big deal, it is a big deal to her. She wants to catch up with everyone else someday. Studio is A1 Pictures, who did Blend S, Occultic 9, Elno Zero, tons of other titles. Genre is a slice-of-life comedy, and the source is a manga that is four volumes ongoing. And the director is Hiroyuki Hashimoto, who did uh, Is the Order a Rabbit, Magical Girl Raising Project, and Classroom of the Elite. So Eyes. <laughs> the eyes. When you said is the order rabbit, I looked at the eyes and I was like, yep, see that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, so maybe it's not going to be that bad. I, I, We'll go with it. I, Hey, I'm easy to please. So yeah, it does, it does look like it's probably going to be pretty standard fare, cute comedy, um, probably reliant on the fact that she's trying to catch up with everybody. But uh, it definitely does have a really cute style to it. So that'll definitely help it out a lot. I mean, it, there is something to say that, and it's not an insulting thing, there is something to say that something that has cute style to it that is very fun and inviting lends itself better to, even when it is in its, even when it's not hitting all the punches with its comedy, 
it still captivates you by just the cuteness of it. So, yeah. Have I, have I explained that correctly? Yeah, I think you did. Killing Bites is the next one. I'm going from Moe to Dark. <laughs> Killing Bites. This is the one I thought that was actually not going to happen. I, I, for some reason, remember some point somebody said that was canceled, but apparently they're still doing it. So, this one is people have been creating, uh, created that, uh, People have been created that are human-animal hybrids, and powerful business uh, businesses bet on the outcome of their duels. Uh, college student Namoto Yuya's casual acquaintance asks him to dive uh, to drive them around to pick up girls one day, uh, which he soon finds after uh, finds out is a means by force. The girls they kidnap is uh, the one the girl that they kidnap is an animal-human hybrid named Hitomi, who slaughters all of them except Yuya. Hitomi is a honey badger, which has been called uh, the most fearless of all animals. Now Hitomi is assigned by uh, assigned to stay with Yuya for his protection. So I did. This is another one that I actually read into a little bit. So you bumped into it too, or did you just go and look it up? Uh, I looked when they had they were talking about adapting it. I looked up the manga. Yes, I I ended up bumping into it at random. It's 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 one of those that. The, the second that I read the first chapter or two, I was like, yeah, this is going to get done at some point. And I I stopped reading it because I, I knew it was going to come to an anime at some point. <laughs> yeah, that, that synopsis is pretty much what I covered. It, it was him. They were in a van together. He was really uncomfortable about what they were doing. And then she slaughters everybody and he's still alive. And then she fights this big lion dude, which you can see in the PV. Um, and I... I've read through enough to get, I think, t- into the second fight, and it does seem like it does It does a reliance on, here's this fight, it looks pretty one-sided, and then they go, oh, but Honey Badger does this, so that's why she wins. and Or this does this, that's why it's going to win. So it's going to be a lot of kind of Dragon Ball Z-ish kind of stuff, where it's a fight, it seems like it's one-sided, and then you go, oh, but they have this one ability, and then they explain the ability. Almost like Terraformers. Exactly. Terraformers. It's exactly like Terraformers. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that at first. Um, so, yeah, Leading Films is doing it, and they did Terraformers, so that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I it could be cool, it could be meh. I mean, Terraformers wasn't I don't know exactly what I think Terraform is mostly ruined by the fact that it just production values failed miserably. So maybe Lydon Films might keep it the quality up long enough that we can get a season out of them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll that see. that's pretty much my take on it. The the only thing that I'm I'm really concerned about is the studio. Otherwise, it seems like an interesting show story. So we'll see. It'll probably be just vinyl as Terraformers. Yeah, and turn Chris off. <laughs> as soon as the first cute girl gets killed in the fights. Uh, let's see here. Next one we have is Mira no Kaikata, or How to Keep a Mummy. This one, the synopsis is when a high school student, Sora Kashi- Kashiwagi, finds himself staring down a mysterious oversized package sent to him by his self-proclaimed adventurer father. The last thing he expects is for it to be opened from the inside by a little mummy so small that it can fit in the palm of his hand. This is being done by Studio 8-Bit, who did Absolute Duo, Tokyo Ravens, Fruit of Gaia. Uh, these genres are slice-of-life comedy, supernatural, and the source is a manga that has four volumes ongoing. I, I get nothing for this one. <laughs> I, my notes is, that's odd. Very, very odd premise. It, it is like this small little thing. It's, it's like a, I don't know, a Keebler elf wrapped up in a Keebler Elf is a, is a big thing for this episode, apparently. Keebler Elf wrapped up in binds 
that's kind of being taken care of and it's spilling water on itself. Well, I mean, it it if it could go in, in some interesting directions, it might end up being the next um Natsumi Yujinjo or something like that. So, we'll we'll see. I I'm not not completely opposed to it. Where would you get Natsumi Yujinjo? <laughs> Well, it could be a, a kind of a slice of life talk to talk about uh, because it, it was showing different people and different people had different little weird creature things. So okay. who knows? We, it, I mean, I don't know where it could go and that could be a direction that they go. So, yeah. All right. Next one we have is Uchu Yori Mo Toi Basho. It's one of the anime stories centers around high school girls uh, going to the South Pole, a place further than the universe, apparently. <laughs> they struggle and grow together as they cope with the extreme conditions. I have no clue what the hell is going on here. <laughs> like, it looks like it's a serious story. And then it's like, okay, they're going to the South Pole. Obviously, high schoolers are going to the South Pole. Why wouldn't they? And it looks like they're kind of stranded. So I don't know what's going on here. But anyways, it's an original being done by Madhouse. Uh, the Jamas are adventure. The director is Atsuko Ishu, I- Ishizuka, who did, uh, she did work for No Game No Life, uh, Hana Yamata, Sakosao, and Prince of Stride. And the script and series composition is being done by Juki Hanada, who did Beyond the Boundary, Keon, lots of, lots of, uh, uh Q&A titles, and Wakaba Girl, and Steins Gate. Uh, the, yeah. So what do you think? It looks really good. It looks visually it's look really good. freaking gorgeous. I mean, beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to figure I'm out the getting, premise. <laughs> I'm getting Amanchu vibes out of it. I I don't know why. Uh, uh, I thought maybe maybe it was uh, same character artist artist or something, but I got a Amanchu out of it. So I can't wait. I don't know where you're getting the Amanchu out of it. I the mean, eyes, I guess. The, the sceneries and stuff, I can see, but yeah. not really the characters. Well, I don't know. That's that's where I'm getting. Looks more looks more silky and more in the style of uh, I don't know. It, but it, I, I'm just still trying to figure out what the softball <laughs> thing. I know I'm gonna stuck on that. But it, that, that's cool though. I mean, how often do you have anime that's set in South Pole or anywhere that's you know heavy snowy? That's not you know just a random uh, adventure story or one off stories. So it could be really really cool. So we'll see if they can. Pull off something interesting. Maybe it's like a high school trip and they're really rich or something. I don't know. They're getting on a boat, though, so it's not like... It, that's going to take forever to get there. I hope they explain that. <laughs> I don't know. You're taking it too seriously, Andrew. Have fun, Andrew. So, we'll see. Uh, next one we have is Dame Cross Prince, or Dame X Prince Anime Caravan, an adaptation of the smartphone game that which will have an original story. The story of the game follows Ani, a princess from a minor uh, nation of Inako, Ani is sent to uh, to the signing ceremony that will bring peace uh, to the rivaling nations of Mildonia, a mighty military country, and Silifarin, a powerful theocracy. Um, Ani is, spo- is supposed to help steer the signing ceremony along, but she runs into trouble when she encounters a handful of obstinate princes and probably is swooned by all of them. So we got a, a coupler in there, too. I see. Yeah, you got a little trap character, too. Studio is Studio Flad. The uh, genres are adventure, romance, and the source is a visual novel. And, uh, yeah. What do you think? Like, we I, didn't get really anything for the PB because yeah. it's just character designs. I, 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 in my notes, I said I hate, 
I hate PVs like this. I, I it's it's <laughs> one of the more frustrating things. It, all it is is just a bunch of character art, and and that tells you nothing. I, in the background, I hear a boy band going on, so I get the impression that maybe it's a idol. But it, it, the character art looks like fantasy settings, so I don't know what the heck's going on here. And, I mean, going off of what Andrew is saying, it sounds like pretty much what I said. It, idols in, in a fantasy setting. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe this PV will actually have characters. Oh, it does have characters moving. Look at there. Oh, he looks special. He looks so special. And and the girl looks like she's going to be bricks. She's going to be bricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh the the she looks music. surprised at everything <laughs> the music playing is breakers d cross d cross d oh yeah well he's he's special that guy looks special i don't know there's the the red wedding hood and all the all the wolves <laughs> they're gonna eat her up <laughs> okie dokie the returning series list. Here we go with these are shows that are going for another season or just coming back after a split core, yada, yada, yada. Uh, first off we have is Overlord 2, the second season of Overlord, being done by Studio Madhouse, of course. This is their second show they're going to be doing for the season. So, But yeah, I cannot wait. The All PV right. made sure to show you uh, what's-her-face show up and yep. welcome Ayn's home. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I I said, uh, for gosh sake, it feels like it's been way too long. We... Can we start this already? <laughs> I was I was hoping that somewhere in the PV, uh, Clementine would just show up at a random, just because she's like suddenly now his his worker or something like that. <laughs> so we can get some Yuki in there. Maybe she'll voice something else. Um, but yeah, definitely excited to see Overlord come back. It was uh, it's a show that I was really hot on the first season. Um, didn't really match for everybody, but I loved what it was kind of doing with the whole trapped another world thing. That was kind of unique to the genre. It seems like a lot of people just got cut off at that probably that three episode rule they all dumped on it and then and everybody else who kind of went through it were, were kind of a silent uh group that finally started coming back and saying i don't understand why you gave up what the three episode this is this is the show you know it is kind of the the build the bad guy kind of thing and that's that's always something that people have been kind of drawn to so as long as they can get past that beginning part they they're gonna they're gonna accept it just because it does have that you know, we're following the bad guy rather than the good guy usually that we usually do. So, um, cool stuff. And uh, we got caught up on the OVA, so thankfully we're ready for this one, which is uh, Nanatsu no Taizai uh, Imashime no Fukatsu, or the second season of Seven Deadly Sins. This will be done by Studio A1 Pictures, as usual. So, definitely, definitely excited to see it come back. I mean, that OVA was was a cool little uh bridger for the the series and we got some closure on some stuff that was kind of left hanging on the first season um but i'm excited to see what a full series will do rather than just four episodes some adorableness from best girl yes yes we got some got some cute little moments um a little bit frustrated by how that ended but (laughs) that's how it works with these long-running series you can't have no no conclusions to love uh love connections so Oh, okay. that that part that I kind of erased from my memory. Uh, that's right, huh? Dad got it. <laughs> Why'd you have to remind me? Uh, and yes, Andrew's way too excited. Card Captor Sakura is coming back. Clear Card Hin, it's here. The Clear Card arc is coming up for Card Captor Sakura. Uh, the January issue of Kadansha's Nakoyoshi's magazine has revealed that the Clear Card arc sequel manga will be getting an adaptation. Uh, the manga takes place after Sakura graduates from Tomoe, Tomoeda 
elementary school. In her first year in junior high school, Sakura uh, sees a mysterious dream and an incident takes place. Yes, this will be, of course, being done by Studio Madhouse. This will be their third show of the season, so hopefully it does not affect this show because it's got to be perfect. Um, yeah, hopefully no. Hopefully don't run into the realm of CG2. So, well, I'm hoping. Cool stuff. I'm really excited. Next is Zoku Token Rambu Hanamaru. So this is the second season of Token Rambu Hanamaru. Again, being done by Studio Dogo Kobo. So, more more sword boys. This is the more cute version of the Token Rambu stuff, so... We didn't get a second season of the violent stuff. <laughs> uh, and yes, finally, everybody can say you're stupid, Andrew, for getting upset about Jin no Guardian leaving off with no conclusions. But I still think this season's going to be just as bad. <laughs> I don't think this season's going to fix anything. It's not going to conclude in any way, shape, or form. But yes, the Silver Guardian's coming back for a second season. I don't know the, if I'll watch it. The, the funny thing is, is that this is the first time that they've done this, isn't it? The first time they've actually come back and done a second yeah. season on any other stuff? Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. Yes. Which yes. is interesting to consider. Why this one of all the ones that they're doing? No, all just the they, fact that they, they're no, I'm starting saying to do my, second my, seasons. I'm just questioning why is this the first one they decided to do this with when... I don't know, Hitori no Shita would have been nice to have continue on rather than this, but uh, I can see the appeal it being it's got the cute characters, it's got uh, well, some cute characters. It's got the whole gaming aspect of it. Maybe that grabbed people a little bit better than the other ones. Yama Chappelle is coming back. Glory Line is the subtitle. It's the fourth season of Yama Chappelle. So, more angry looking people and singing while writing. Right? Is it the yep. one? Yep. Okay. He may. Sure. He may. Uh, I like that anima- uh, anime got 30s made a joke. Yep. Maskless is coming back. This is kind of a surprise. Uh, Oka Ninpachu, the sequel of the Baskless, which is going to take place 10 years after the events of the last arc. So, Did you ever watch it? The original? No. It's it's kind of like uh, Romeo and Juliet ninja right. slash uh, samurai style. That's pretty so. much what I heard from everybody. It's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and very, very sad. Yes. Uh, next one we have is Hakyu Hoshin. Ingi, which is a new adaptation of the Hoshin Enge manga and Ingi manga with a different voice cast. So I have no clue what that is. Written by Studio C Station. Uh, next is Nanatsu no Bitoku, the seven heavenly sin, or seven heavenly sin, the seven heavenly, heavenly virtues. This is the uh, spin off from the series Seven Deadly Sins, not that Seven Deadly Sins, the the one they called Seven Mortal, Mortal Sins? Sins? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they call it in English. Um, this will be the <laughs> angels instead of the demons. Oh my gosh. So, lots of boobies and uh, lots of bright lights. And, <laughs> and what do they call them? God rays? God rays, yeah. Yeah, lots of God, lots of God rays. And the last one we have for returning is Hukto Precure. The 15th Precure series is coming out. So, cool stuff. I have nothing else on that one. There's 15 of them. Oh Apparently, gosh. I'm never going to get caught up on that. We then we can move on to the shorts. Yes, there are some returning series here, but I put them in the short areas because shorts kind of more um, prominent as a as a feature than the returning factor. And, but yeah, Saki Kuso no Sai Nan Two, the disastrous life of Psyche K second season is coming out. So yes, we're going to be making fun of the eyeball thing again. <laughs> And hopefully the crazy Kirito cat is going to come back because he was hilarious as well. But uh, yeah, definitely excited to see that one come. Hopefully we won't. Of course, we're not going to have Funimation. So my question then becomes, 
I wonder if they're gonna if Crunchyroll will do the same release thing that Funimation did, where they were releasing them each episode because it was the show is essentially a short that was releasing an episode like every day, and then they would release an entire compilation that week. So it was technically doing both the short and the full length at the same time. So I don't know if Crunchyroll will do the same thing. Um, but yeah, that was a crap ton of episodes in the end because it was an episode every single day. <laughs> I don't know which one I would want to watch, though. I think I'd just probably watch the full series, or full-length series. It was kind of annoying, the idea of watching a a, a short clip. Uh, Another one that kind of... Now, this begins the two that got dropped down overnight. So, uh, the first one that got dropped down to the shorts length is uh, Takunomi. This one is 20-year-old Michiru Michiru Amatsuki moved to Tokyo due to a change of career. She decided to live with a woman-only shared house, Stella House Haruno, with people of different ages and occupations. It's always fun when uh, there's delicious alcohol and a meal. Uh, it be done by Studio Production IMS. And yeah, this will be a short series, basically just girls drinking. So I'm glad it kind of went down to the short series. I'm sorry for everybody that was excited about it, but I wasn't really looking forward to watching a full-length series about them just sitting around drinking. But we were kind of saying that when we were talking about this in our discussion, I was okay with the idea that if it's, you know, them talking about their troubles or whatever, but if it's anything like, and I'm not dogging on it, but the the one that's currently airing, it's just going to be, oh, here's a drink. This is the name of the drink and how delicious it is. Let's explain it. Not really interesting to me. I'm not, but I'm not a drinker, so your thoughts, can you bring it back up so everybody doesn't hate us as much? <laughs> she looks adorable. I, I'm, I'm hoping we'll get some good, solid, uh, slice of life things going on. Um, I'm, I'm not too interested on the, uh, the, uh, the idea of the drunk girls hijinks, which I think can be invariably what they'll go into, but I'm, I'm hoping more for good, good, solid slice of life humor in there. I will say that there's a best girl candidate in this list of characters, and she's coming up there in a second. Here, in a second, here it comes. Here, I guess I could just skip forward to where she's at. Yeah, I like her character design. She's really cute looking. <laughs> so she's 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 candidate for cutest girl character, even though she's a drinker. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, that's uh, that's uh, Takunomi. And the next one that's going to be dropped into the short realm, which I was actually very surprised to see this, is Dagashikashi. Uh, the second season, they have now listed it as a short. I don't know if it's going to stay there, but I know that that's going to tick people off because that's technically uh, another uh, another bad marker for Tezuka Production, who's taking over this from Studio Phil. So, uh, yeah, it's apparently going to be a short series now. Well, it it felt it felt like uh, a a short to begin with so yeah that's true so i'm not i'm not too hurt by it um i do think it would be kind of disappointing to have not as much content but that's about it i i think it fit it, it'll film natural in a short position i i can kind of admit that the original series i think would have been very comfortable as a short because it did kind of have for most of its things were just short little skits like here's this candy and let's make fun of this candy or whatever and then it would move on to another one and I can totally see those as being little short skits so yeah I guess it could be more natural there I just know that it's going to make people hate that studio more <laughs> for taking over it uh, next one we have is Kaiju Girls is coming back Ultra Kaiju G uh, Kaikaku season 2 
So we'll get some more fun kaiju girls. We really enjoyed the first season of it. It wasn't doing anything incredible, but it was really cute little chibi characters that were kaijus. Yep. I can't wait to see some more of it because I, it, it w- did have a little story in there that if you actually watched it, you you know that there was a little story going on. So it'll be interesting to see what they're going on going to do with it. Yep. Uh, we have GD Min is the next one. Nothing, no information on that one. Just has some really pu- pretty boys and a princess in the background. So Probably a, a spinoff of Guru Guru Fairies, isn't it? I don't know. They look they look really bad CG looking in the in the picture, I which is kind of scary. That that's, <laughs> I, I want to say that's what they were, too, was, was bad CG characters. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we have Sakura no Chaiki, Chaikai... This is a long name. Maroni Yo... Higashi no Hicho Shimotsuki Shi wo Yell. Based on the uh, Tojaki uh, TV idol group, uh, Maroni Yell. So, there you go. Idol short. I don't know if that will even get that one, but. But that's all the shorts. That's all the series that we have currently going. We have, of course, continuations going on from fall 2017, which is the Ancient Magus Bryant. We'll go for 24 episodes. March comes in like a lion that will go for 22 episodes. Black Clover that will go for 51 episodes. Food Wars for 24 episodes. Dice Ray for 18 episodes. <laughs> Garo Vanishing Lion that's going to go for 24 episodes. That was actually a surprise. Uh, it shouldn't be a surprise because I think the other Garo went that long. Um, Osamatsu San 2 will go for 25 episodes. And Maho Yome, which is the chibi uh, series that you're making for Ancient Magus's Bride, will go for 25 episodes. Sad that we don't have that one on Crunchyroll. I would assume they would pick that up. So, yeah. And then finally, we have some notable OVAs and movies, which is uh, Chinobio Demo Koi Ga Shitai Take Me On Me movie will be on, which is Love Chinobio Another Delusion's Take On Me movie. Uh, Bungo Stray Dog's Dead Apple movie. Uh, Maganzer. Mazinger Z-, Z movie, Attack on Titan season two compilation film, Days two OVA, and Mob Psycho one hundred OVA, Sister uh, New Devil Departures OVA, and uh, Sayonara no Asai uh, Asa ni Yakosoku no Hana wo Kazaru movie, which I'm actually kind of did not even know that movie existed until I went and put this thing together. The fascinating thing about it, it is uh, Mario Kata and uh, Toshia Shinohara are getting to work together again, and they're going to be working with Studio PA Works to do a movie, which I totally did not even know existed. I've been wondering where she's been like lately, and that, that would make sense that if she's focused on a, a big project. The English is, let's decorate the promised flowers in the farewell morning, and the synopsis is a story of encounters and partings interwoven between people. This is a human drama with feelings that touch one's heart gradually, which everyone has experienced at least once. So I'm guessing somebody's going to die <laughs> based off that. But it's an original work. It's going to be a movie. Again, Mario Kata and, and Toshia is going to be working together on it. So I'm I'm really intrigued by it. And like I said, I didn't even know it existed until I put this together. So. Um, that will be a February 24th movie. So, so yeah. All right. Well, that's all the shows that we have that's coming up in the Winter 2018 series of anime. So, of course, now comes the time. Thanks to the magic of pausing. 
<laughs> Chris is actually ready for it as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through all of our shows that we're excited about and tell you what we're we're looking forward to. I don't think really anything has really shifted for me. I think the only one that's kind of went up a little bit was, uh, what was that one that the premise was a little bit out of nowhere for it? Oh, the uh, Machin, Machin one, which, again, that's if they can pull off that, that particular setup, that'd be really cool, but that can go either way. Uh, for me, my my list is pretty much without including returning shows. We usually have to do that because there's so many shows that are returned that yeah. we're excited for. We made the we made the rule almost a year ago, and we stick to it. And we usually I I usually do both um, with or without the the previous series. But without the previous series, I'm most excited for Fate Extra. I'm really excited to see what uh, what uh, I'm looking to see Umu's story and how Shaft can pull off what looks like going to be a dark story. Uh, Kokoku. Definitely looking forward to that one. It looks incredible. Um, Ito Junji collection, of course. Hakumen to Mikochi, which is the kind of chibi-looking, uh, Keebler elf-looking one. <laughs> uh, and, of course, the the Noitamina one, which is Love is Like uh, After the Rain. I think they can... That might be a really cool show. And, of course, they, it overflows with more stuff. I'm still looking forward to Grand Crest. Um, Darling in the Franks. I think that could be a really cool little uh, cross... Uh, Creation with Trigger and A1. Uh, teaser, Takaki-san, Beatless, Yuri Camp. Definitely all looks cool. And of course, Violent Evergarden, but I'm not... I'm I'm just including that because I, I know it's going to be a spring title for us. Yeah, it, uh, it, Violet Evergarden's like way out in the... the I, I, I have to watch this. Why am I not watching this already? Um, so that's that's an e- easy given one. Uh, Takagi Sun is uh, looks absolutely adorable to me. I, I really, really want to watch that one. The um, the Hakame uh, to Mikochi that that is definitely one that's on my list. Um, the the Ship Girl one, the uh, Basho uh, Uchu Yori Mo Toi uh, Basho. It that one I'm definitely excited about, and then. Uh, kind of on the lower end of my list is going to be the Yuru camp because I, I can't wait to see that one. Uh, I, I agree with Andrew. The, the love is af- like after the rain. That one looks absolutely wonderful. I can't wait to see that one. It, and, and there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm excited about on this one. Yeah. For my, if I include the returnings, I'd probably put car captor soccer right at the top there. Um, Overlord returning will be right under there, and then I would have Kokoku, Fate Extra, and Junji Ito's uh, thing. Even though I'm still excited for like uh, Seven Deadly Sins, I'm, I'm surprised Junji Ito is not at the top of your list, no matter what's going on. I'm not that excited, okay? <laughs> it just says it just says that everything else is super excited for. So, um, I I I just went ahead and separated out my returns, and and they're they're pretty much all given. Uh, Saki K. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins, Basilisk. I, I, I really, I'm almost considering re rewatching that show just to, to, so that I can make sure that that entire story is fresh in my mind when it comes out. Card Captor, I got to catch up on that show and finish, finish watching it so I can watch that. I'm super excited about it in general. Overlord, definitely, it, it's not going to be missed for me. I, I do want to get caught up on Basilisk. The, the, the entire series is on sale right now with the holiday sales, but, I want to say it's on Netflix. If anybody's interested in knowing, um, it might be on Funimation, but it's, it which sucks means because it's now on Crunchyroll. It sucks because I know I don't think I'd be able to get caught up on it at this point. It would probably be like a 
in the middle of winter, if anything, that I'd be able to get caught up on it just because it's the end of the year and we're going to have way crap tons of stuff to do. And plus my, my trip and everything, I, I don't think I had the time to get caught up on it, sadly. So I think Chris has plenty of time to watch the Blu-rays of Car Captor Sakura. So there you Considering go. Considering the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So just a lot of really exciting stuff coming up. Um, I cannot wait to watch some of these shows. So um, definitely let us know what you guys are excited for. Uh, we have, our, of course, our comment session on the forums for the TalkSpirit.com website. Find the thread for this particular podcast episode and let us know what you're excited for, what you're not excited for, Mix how angry you are at Netflix. We usually get those comments every season. So I know there's plenty of anger going on with Violet Evergarden right now. So, yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode of uh, the Winter 2018 Preview. Again, we're at TalkSpirit.com. You can go there for all of our anime new and old. Great community in the form of this top. Social media links on the right side and all that good stuff. And y'all take care. Oose! Nothing but you're the part of me. Matter